A lifetime of hard work, children laughing in the kitchen, family photos on a restaurant wall, a legacy that lives on. It all comes from the power of a conversation, like the one Tommy Hall had with First Horizon Bank about taking over his father's Charleston-based restaurant business. Now the table is set for a whole new generation. First Horizon Bank, let's find a way. Go to firsthorizon.com slash Tommy. First Horizon Bank, member FDIC. Episode of Hawk Talk. I am your host, Pat Benson. I'm here with my main man, co-host, EP Colin Madden. Colin, how are you doing, baby? I'm all right, man. I'm all right. I'm just all right today. I know. I know you're a morning. A lot of Hawks Nations in the morning. The day finally came yesterday, right after we recorded our Monday podcast, by the way. Yep. We didn't forget about y'all, but it finally happened. John Collins has been traded. And I know everybody at 680 the fans in morning right now. Like I know our, our boss John, he loves he loves John Collins. I know you love John Collins. So I just want this is a welfare check. How are you doing? So I'm okay. Um, you know, I was getting ready to start producing Chuck and Turn Off yesterday. Mm-hmm. Just finished the podcast editing. I walk into the studio, someone goes, Oh, John Collins was traded to Utah. I go, What? And screamed at the top of my lungs. And it's funny because now that I'm looking at it, I shouldn't have been surprised. Like it wasn't, we we saw this coming, but, yeah, uh, you know, I've kind of just thought about it, dealt with it. And it is what it is at this point. I hope he succeeds over there. And yeah, man, I don't know. I don't know what it means for the Hawks though. Yeah, I know. So yesterday we recorded our podcast and it's one of those lost episodes. We have a couple episodes that are yeah. like lost. It's like everyone like, does. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like some Beatle old Beatles records mm-hmm. or like like some Tupac songs that like they they're out there like Kobe's rap album there mm-hmm. it's out there but you can't really find it that so released. we record we record yesterday and we're like I don't think the Hawks are going to make any big free agency signings I think they're going to trade either DeAndre Hunter or John Collins was basically what we said and then so yesterday I go work out like I'm in I'm in the pool at the gym and uh, my phone's blowing up. I see a text from you like, do you still want to post the pod? And I was like, what happened? And you're like, check Twitter. I was like, oh, dear God. Yeah, yeah I was so, like, what do you want to do? You're like, what do you yeah, mean? Yeah, exactly. So um, we're like, you know what? Let's just run it back today. But for those who missed it, the Hawks sent John Collins to the Utah Jazz for Rudy Gay and a future second round pick. Not the best return, honestly. Wah, wah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I think just like an episode or two ago, we're like, I think Collins is worth more than a salary dump, but apparently not. They're basically getting off his three years, 78 million. They owe him. They're out of the luxury tax. It, it you know, they, I mean, they have some flexibility now, but, yeah. you know, we have to wonder if they're going to use it or not. They've got a $25 million trade exception for the season. And apparently from the athletic, it's not expected that they're going to use it. Athletic in its article, uh, I think it's Jeff Schultz wrote, he also said, you know, DeJounte Murray seems to be safe as well. However, he did say Clint Capella, DeAndre Hunter could still be on the chopping block. Do you think this was the first and only, was this the only move or is this the first of more moves to come? So I'm hoping that there is more moves to come um, because if this is the only move, it's just another year, another example of our owner saying, get us under under the luxury tax. 
But if there's another move, they could at least argue, hey, we had to do that to do this to enable to get this, you know, so if we're still doing moves, I might be okay with it. But, you know, right now, it's just all signs pointing to cheap owner. Yeah, yeah, I'm going to strike a slightly more optimistic tone. My thing is, under the new CBA, like you really do want to avoid the luxury tax. Like if you're not winning a championship, like it will screw you over in the future. The Hawks have a lot of uh, players who are going to get their payday soon. Top of the line, DeJounte Murray, uh, Onyanko Kongwu, Sadiq Bey. Like all three of those players appear to be a big part of the Hawks' future, and they're going to have to get paid. We know that John Collins, is uh, his trade value is at an all-time low. So he's basically a, a, like a contract dump at this point, especially when you look back at previous trade offers, which they uh, declined over the past yeah. year or two. It's disheartening for sure. But on the flip side, you know what? They gained a little bit of flexibility. And on a personal level, I'm happy for JC. because yeah. he, he gets out of trade, you know, all these trade rumors. Totally. I'm so happy for, you know, that to be over. Oh my God, I'm ready. I'm happy for the John Collins rumors to be over. Do you think that we definitely got a better offer for him at some point, you know, whether it was last summer during the season at some point this year? I don't know if it was within the past year, but I want to say I saw within like the past two years that um, we were offered like Harrison Barnes and a protected first round pick. So mm-hmm. pretty, pretty big dip, pretty stark contrast. But the Hawks have no one to blame but themselves because they just drove his trade value into the ground. Well, I guess also there could be some blame on John. Like he had, he had a rough season, especially shooting wise. So he really didn't help his own trade value on that one. So yeah, I mean, Hawks should have pulled the trigger sooner. And, you know, JC had a rough season, especially shooting the ball. For sure. What is, what does future second round pick even mean? Oh, nothing. It, it means, means nothing, it may, right? Yeah. It may be a college park player. You know, something like that, because it's just so rare that a second round pick ever hits. So, um, you know, uh, the Nikola Jokic's and the Draymond Greens are so few and so far between. So, yeah, I mean, obviously, a lot of Hawks fans are understandably disappointed. I just want to say, let's give it a little bit longer. Let's see what happens next. This could be a precursor to a future move. You know, it sets John free and I'm going to be rooting for him for every game next year where he isn't playing the Hawks. So hopefully he balls out in Salt, Salt Lake City. What do we what do we think of Rudy Gay? Is he going to do anything? I mean, in the Not, locker room at least, you yeah, got to hope? Yeah, for sure. Definitely a positive locker room influence. But, man, I mean, I wouldn't even be surprised if he's not on the roster to start next season. It, it could be a situation like that. Yeah. So I'd have to go back and look. But he's owed like 6 or $7 million. That's not mm-hmm. bad. But still, I could still see them shedding that salary. Yeah, he did have to opt in for this to happen. So, you know, he's at least – somewhat on board so true 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 good point so um like we said De- uh, DeJounte Murray he appears to be safe but now they're saying now the focus turns to DeAndre Hunter or Clint Capella and remember la- yesterday in our last episode we were laughing about how DeAndre Hunter was uh in the Emory practice facility the night uh, draft night working out right before the media gets in there. And it's kind of like the like me as a student, like running in at the end of the semester, trying to avoid summer school, trying to avoid, you know, failing a class. Do you, how do you feel about DeAndre's future now? Is he safe or is he the next domino to fall? I kind of think he's safe now, to be honest with you. Um, yeah. I think if anyone's on the chopping block, it'd be Clint at this point, And mm-hmm. we just move O up and then yeah. be looking in for that backup center. That's a lot cheaper. Um, I think that, Part of Collins leaving might be Dre staying as far as, you know, Quinn's evaluation of who he wants, who has more potential and that sort of a thing, too. 
I think I think that's safe. I think and plus also I feel like there would be a full on revolt if um the Hawks made a trade for you know and they sent out Hunter or Capella and didn't get like a major package in return. Yeah. So I feel like I've always I've said for the past several months that the Hawks front office they've been batting a thousand. I think their batting average came down a little yep. bit. They're coming back yep. down to earth after this one. Yeah, it came down a little bit. It's all right. We all have off days. But uh what would be basically worst case scenario is if they traded Hunter at some point and then we get to next summer, DeJounte doesn't resign. Yeah. And then we're just shit out of luck and we got nothing. It would kill us if we didn't resign DeJounte or at least trade him because they gave up uh, you know, future first round draft picks and you know, yeah, that would really hurt. They've got to either resign DeJounte yeah. or or trade him. Like yeah. nothing is not an option. Correct. We're on the same yeah. page there. So, yeah, in case you missed it, NBA draft Thursday night, a lot happened. It, rookies were introduced to us uh, yesterday afternoon, and we're going to take a quick break, and we're going to give you our recap from Thursday night's NBA draft. A lifetime of hard work, children laughing in the kitchen, family photos on a restaurant wall, a legacy that lives on. It all comes from the power of a conversation, like the one Tommy Hall had with First Horizon Bank about taking over his father's Charleston-based restaurant business. Now the table is set for a whole new generation. First Horizon Bank. Let's find a way. Go to firsthorizon.com slash Tommy. First Horizon Bank, member FDIC. Is there chaos in your closet? Look, Blouse, you've got some nerve hanging there like that. I can't help it. I'm jammed in here next to this suit. Hey, I'm a three-piece, all right, which means I need a little more room. You've got a lot of attitude for a linen suit. I'm a polyester blend, sweetheart, and there needs to be room for men's clothes, too. Hi, I'm Christina, and in Artisan Custom Closets, we help families organize and simplify their closets with customized storage solutions. See what's possible for your home at artisancustomcloset.com and then call us for a free in-home consultation. Very productive week. We had the NBA draft on Thursday night. Picked up a couple young promising prospects and uh I might get one of the names wrong, but just a quick run through in case you missed it. Number 15 pick Kobe Bufkin and then uh number 39 Muhammad Guy, I believe is how it is pronounced and then number 46 Seth Lundy. So uh, we were talking before the show. It's always such a gamble when you're drafting like 18, 19, 20-year-old kids. But on paper, I'd say like pretty promising prospects. How are you you feeling after Thursday night? Yeah, I think that the Hawks, you know, recently we've had the right mindset with our drafts. And that's just pick the highest ceiling, pick the best player with the highest ceiling, because that's all it really is. Like we were talking before the show we're just now finding out Jalen Johnson has got a lot of potential and could be a really good player. And he was drafted two years ago. So, you know, it takes a while. And, you know, these guys, they got high ceilings. So we shall see. Would you categorize these uh, selections as gambles or safe bets? I guess I would go with gambles. But, mm-hmm. you know, unless you're picking in the top five, top ten, you know, I think majority of them are going to be gambles at that point. Yeah, I, I agree. I feel like... I'd rather go with a player with the highest ceiling than the highest floor, especially when you're in the middle of the first round and anything beyond that, like you're just throwing whatever you can up against the wall to see what sticks. Totally. I noticed a lot of Hawks Twitter. They were upset that we passed on Cam Whitmore. He ended up going to the Houston Rockets with the 20th pick. He was a freshman out of Villanova. 
You know, I like Kobe though. I like um I like his defense. I like that he can play the one or the two. He can shoot from outside and he's young. He's he's gonna to continue to grow and get better. And just I like his mindset. So, you know, nothing against Cam Whitmore, but I, I just thought like many people were expecting Cam Whitmore. I like this pick. Yeah, I think that Kobe his his draft stock was rising, you know, as the week mm-hmm. was getting closer and closer. He canceled workouts with the Hawks and Jazz and New Orleans, who are all picking in that same, you know, 10 to 15 mm-hmm. range. So it seems like he was, you know, thinking he was going to be a top 10 pick. And, you know, it seems like another that's what happened with Jalen and AJ, too. Uh, they just slipped to us and we just scooped him up. So hopefully it's another, you know, high ceiling pick that can work out. Hey, a lefty when was the last time we had a good, a good little lefty on our team. That's a good question. I don't know. I was watching highlights. I was like, dang, we haven't had a lefty in so long. Yeah, really. You know, left-handers, they just look better doing everything, whether mm-hmm. it's swinging a baseball bat, Beautiful. shooting a basketball. It's just smoother. Smooth as butter, baby. Oh, this wasn't on our itinerary for the day. Were there any picks or any prospects that you're kind of you're kind of bummed out that they either we didn't select or maybe they they slipped past us or uh I I wouldn't say so. Um I honestly we, I was t- thinking uh, second round, Drew Timmy. Did that guy end up anywhere? I was like, he's kind of a baller, right? Hard to believe. Drew Timmy did not get selected. So he's going back to Gonzaga for his 17th season. <laughs> yeah, man. I mean, it's just such a crapshoot. Like, I'm just I'm just going to, you know, put my mind behind who we draft and hope for the best. And, you know, right now Landry's one for one with AJ. So that's all I'm, that's all I'm concerned about. Yeah, absolutely. I feel like uh, Landry and then obviously Kyle Corver came on a little bit later. I feel like they haven't missed since totally. taking over. And obviously a crucible is coming um, in the next week or so. And we'll get to that later in the show. One quick prospect I thought was a great pickup by the Miami Heat at the 18th pick was Jaime Hawkes Jr. I've watched this guy forever. He's an He was an old senior for UCLA. I mean, he and this UCLA core have been intact since like pre-COVID pandemic. Mm-hmm. And um, I, and like obviously Miami Heat's buzzing about him as they should be. This guy is what, like the definition of Heat culture, and he's really going to be great for them. And I'm afraid he's going to give the Hawks fits for years. Okay. Like they've got what it takes to kind of like smooth out any. I was going to say, you think he has some NBA potential? For sure, for sure. I mean, he's 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 old, and you know, defense might be lacking. He might be a step slow, but he's going to be nice. And we're going to be seeing a lot of Jaime Hawkes Jr. a lot for the next several years. Yeah, overall, we're giving the Hawks high marks on their draft picks. Uh, we feel like they went with players with the highest ceilings rather than the highest floors. And then it was pretty cool to see um, see the Hawks players in, uh, start embracing them. We saw DeJounte call Kobe. Um, am I reading into it too much that DeJounte made the call and not Trey Young? When you sent me this, I didn't really know how to react. Good. You know, I do think that Trey probably should have called him. Um, is it, I'm not happy DeJounte did, of course. Yes. That means that he's, you know, team first right now, but you know, let's see, let's see, uh, how involved Trey is in the summer league. And if he goes out to Vegas a little bit and hangs out over there. And then if he, if that, if that doesn't happen, then that's when my concern might start. Oh, I'm sending up all the red flags. If Trey isn't a summer league for at least one night, you know, every, every star player makes, makes her at way. At least a little pop out. That's it. And last year, remember they had that big like family reunion. Nate McMillan, yep. everybody was there. DJ was there, but uh, yeah, okay. So not time to panic, but you know, 
if you look in the rear view at that point, maybe this was a sign that we should have yeah. seen along the way. So I'm glad you, you know, put a little tack yeah. in it. Like, hey, let's not forget about this moment right here. For sure. For sure. Definitely looking forward to Summer League. All right. And that does it for our special episode of Hawk Talk. This was episode 18 and a half. We're going to call it 18.5. I'm your host, Pat Benson. I'm here with Colin. We appreciate you. We love you. We'll talk to you again next week. Tonight in Arkansas, there's a mother tucking in her daughter and turning off the light. A business owner is burning the midnight oil. An at-home dinner date is plating up possibility. And it's all happening under one roof. How? The power of a conversation. Like the one John from Integrity Solutions had with First Horizon Bank about his vision for a sustainable mixed-use building. Now it's not just words, it's life. First Horizon Bank. Let's find a way. Go to firsthorizon.com John. First Horizon Bank, member FDIC. Hi, I'm Mark Beckham with Atlanta Ramjack. We specialize in only foundation repair. What is foundation repair? Foundations sink or settle. These issues need to be addressed. It only becomes more costly the longer you put it off. What is the biggest cause of foundation problem? Either poor construction, inferior site preparation, or weather. Drought causes cracks in your foundations. If you see any signs of foundation issues, please contact us at atlantaramjack.com.